Welcome to this week's episode of The Runner on Air. I'm your host, Damian Lopez. Registration for the fall semester at CUCB was planned to open April 20th, but was pushed back until May 4th, and universities across California, including CSUB, have not decided on what the delivery method will be for the fall semester, leaving students, staff, and faculty in limbo. Following a town hall meeting on April 20th, where discussion on fall semester was held, Chi Chung Kyung, News Media Services Director and Senior Communications Counsel for CSU Fullerton shared, while we will be flexible because the situation is changing rapidly, we expect to finalize this decision as the facts and circumstances become clear, but as needed to prepare timely for the coming school year. The announcement that Fullerton was in the process of planning to continue delivery of instruction alternatively into the fall was taken as a definitive decision. However, in an NPR article published on April 21st, Pamela Oliver, the provost of CSU Fullerton, was quoted saying their plan is to administer instruction virtually unless the situation with the current pandemic changes. We're all planning for contingency plans, said President Selesny in an April 23rd interview with The Runner. And the plans are a range of anywhere from face to face, but I will say it will be a new face to face because uh, there'll be I think conservatism as we really transition back to a new face-to-face for any large uh, institutions like ours. It could be, again, as you ask, it could be virtual or alternative delivery like we're offering now, or it could be a hybrid. And it could be that um, that hybrid would be anything from starting the semester as virtual and transitioning into something that looks more hybrid with some face-to-face. It could be that we're able to identify courses that would work with social distancing and that uh, we would be able to uh, give those offerings. I will say that we're seeking guidance about the timing of these decisions, very specifically from the governor. I watch his updates every day. And as you know, California, he is not ready Uh, as yesterday was one of the deadliest days. He's not ready to make that call about, um, again, transitioning back to repopulation. I'm taking very strong guidance from the the CSU, from the chancellor, um, because again, we're a system. So we're trying to look as if we're coordinated. And then most importantly, because these will be regional decisions, we'll be taking guidance from our public health administrator, Matt, Constantine, and we'll also work in confluence with our K through 14 partners. And I'm, uh, again, on, on very regular calls with them. So just making sure we're all on the same page and we're not sending different messages. So in summary, it is too early to make a decision for CSUB. We do not have any indicators from any of those key constituents that are giving us guidance at the state level, at the regional level, or at the system level uh, to make a decision. But behind the scenes, I will let you know that contingency plans at the range of what I just discussed are happening so that whatever the decision is, when we get as close as we can to having all the information that we need to ensure, again, safety and uh, high quality education, We'll be ready to make that decision, and we'll we'll certainly be uh, we'll certainly be in place so that you have again a, a very uh, very good information um, as we would move forward. So that's a bit of the context about you're going to probably see some. Everyone's very very curious about you know what's going to happen. I will say 
some of the reporting, even though the presidents are saying we're planning for a range of things, the headlines, and you know, and all my children were in collegiate newspapers. So you know that the person that writes the headline is different from the one who writes the story. So sometimes the headline takes a little bit more, what should we say, it takes a little more liberty. So that's the context that I have as of today. While no decision has been made and only plans are being discussed about what instruction will look like for the fall semester, students, staff, and faculty are wondering what the future holds for the campus community and themselves. Anna Doty, Associate Professor in Biology at TSUB, said, Well, it's important for us to know that information as ahead of time as possible, and that's so we can transition our materials to be more suited for online delivery. It's test-taking assignments, the actual manner in which we give lectures, laboratories, they all have to be altered in some way for more effective delivery, which is why it was difficult this semester for many of us to transition so quickly. We had to make choices on how to deliver our materials to students effectively without having necessarily a lot of experience or understanding what methods are the most effective and which ones are best and which would result in less cheating, but also would still be fair to students who are trying to learn on their own or in a, how do I say, sort of honest manner. So we need to be able to have that time to look at different options. So for example, do you want to have a camera on, you know, require your students have web cameras so they can actually sign into class? Do you care if your students come to class? Or of course we all care, but do you more like, do you require them to quote unquote come to class via camera? Things like that. So attendance and also just ways that we give tests also, or it's, it's a lot different. So we just need preparation time, especially for the laboratory sections as well. I can foresee that that would be really important for faculty and staff to know, especially if they are caregivers. So if they have children or if they have people that they need to perhaps take care of in the family, um, you need to make be able to make certain arrangements. And I am child-free, so I don't have those issues. But, but beyond those specific problems, it's important that we know so we have preparation time so that I'm able to alter my material and manner in which I plan to instruct um, accordingly. So, So my biggest problem right now is communicating test taking. So I I understand it's really, really difficult when everybody has, you know, different home lives and they might be still working. They might, you know, so their schedules might change, especially if they're working in the medical field. I have a lot of students that work at urgent cares or ERs, for example. So test taking is really difficult to do in this case because not everyone is necessarily available at the same time, but I want to try to eliminate cheating. So I want to have all the students together at the same time if possible. So you have to kind of both be firm while also being relaxed. And they're kind of these contradictory sort of approaches. So you have to be understanding, but you also have to try to get students to be motivated to learn and be honest about their work at the same time. And you have to come up with perhaps questions worded in different ways than you would be able to just give them on paper. 
were. So perhaps not so much a regurgitation of facts, but more you have to alter test questions to be more kind of reasoning questions and reading comprehension type questions. So more short answers and things like that, which means that there's more of a grade burden on the professor. I haven't necessarily altered my material to have many more short answers as of right now, but in the fall I would I would take the summer to kind of rehaul all of my material. That is why Anna feels it is important for the campus community to know if the fall semester will be held alternatively. Additionally, students have expressed concerns about coursework being delivered alternatively. Biology major Julian Jordan of CSUB said, I feel a lot of our experience comes from being physically in the lab and doing our own work. And so the fact that we're no longer able to do that, I feel as though I'm not getting the most out of my education in terms of preparation for a master's program or some type of doctoral program, only because... I'm no longer physically doing what I set out to do. And I feel like not being able to be hands-on with what we're doing doesn't give me the ability to figure out what it is that I need to practice on or what it is that I enjoy because we're reading about the experiments now rather than physically doing them them ourselves. And the skills that we learn in our undergraduate careers, I feel are supposed to be, if not introduced, strengthened at this point. And again, as a senior, the classes that I signed up for and the classes that I was taking were things of interest. You know, they're upper division electives. They're things that I wanted to do. They're things that I wanted to study. And that was taken away from me. And I feel like now I'm no longer going to be a competitive applicant because if there's someone who did this or took these classes years before I did, before this whole lockdown occurred, they still were able to get that experience. And now I don't. So I have mixed feelings about it, really, because There is something I like about being able to wake up in what I went to sleep in the night before and going about my schoolwork and my day at my own pace without really being on a set schedule. But then at the same time, I get upset because I never anticipated my senior year to be on a virtual platform without being able to interact with my fellow classmates and my faculty in what I think is an important year of my education. So it's a toss up because I'm trying to take the good with the bad, but it's difficult for me to actually enjoy my final year of school, which is what I feel like the senior year is what you're supposed to be enjoying the most. And I'm not really doing that. One area I've struggled the most in, an area that I really didn't realize I utilized often was having my professors at my disposal. So there's something wonderful about being able to do my homework and study in the same building that my professors have offices in. And so being able to run up to their office and ask for clarification about something that was discussed in class that I wasn't sure about. But now I find myself teaching myself the material and holding my questions till the end and being unsure about what it is that I'm actually learning because I don't have the luxury of going back and forth before I learn a new concept. And so I kind of feel as though I'm teaching myself things incorrectly and I'm only setting myself up for failure because I don't have the direction that I usually do readily available to me when I need it. David Gove, chair of the California Faculty Association and of the Mathematics Department at CSUB, said the administration seemed committed to keeping all faculty and staff. However, this commitment may prove difficult in the future if students who feel like Julian or new students do not enroll. This is hypothetical, and this isn't something that's come up even in in my talks with anybody else, but I suppose if enrollments go way down, say a whole bunch of students say that they 
you know, don't like this delivery and they'd rather just, you know, hold off on college until this is over, then of course tuition income for the university goes down and I suppose it will be harder to keep everybody on the payroll. But also keep in mind that that's exactly why, you know, the recently passed CARES Act from Congress was about, was it two plus trillion dollars? And if you follow that down, about 13 and a half million are coming to CSUB. I don't know that, I mean, that's already officially decided. And half of that is earmarked for student support. So students who are on financial aid or Pell Grant eligible, et cetera, have trouble getting food on the table. You know, half of the money is, is for that. But the other half is still a little bit more flexible. We have a fund also for well, for faculty who are also, I want to say something more stronger than inconvenienced, but, but you know, not, I won't say desperate, but, you know, faculty who are financially hurting because of COVID. There are some of them who haven't been laid off officially, but for other reasons are, are hurting more than other faculty, especially part-time lecturers, of course, teach by, by the course rather than, than, a, than a contract. They're in some sense most vulnerable. No official plans have been set by any university in California so far, and as plans are being thrown around and discussions are being held, the campus community awaits a decision.